Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's episode 18 of our Truth Tidbits as we continue reading through various places in the scriptures and see daily how the Lord might speak to us. I encourage you to uh, read through the Bible each year in some form or fashion, whether it's through a daily reading plan or not. We do have a daily reading plan that we did last year, and we have taped those and are posting those as well um, up so that you have access to those. That is called our Bible Bites series. And this year we're doing Truth Tidbits and just following a leading from the Lord each and every day and, and seeking to uh, hear what he might say and then share that on this broadcast. So today I want us to look at Psalm chapter 31 and I want to focus on two verses, verses 19 and 20. And then I'm going to look at a couple of other scriptures as well. But I really wanted to speak today on running to and hiding in the hiding place with God, that secret place with the Lord that is available to every believer, every Christian, everyone in covenant relationship with the Lord who's been born again and has a relationship with him. In Psalm 31, verses 9, I mean, excuse me, verses 19 and 20. Oh, how great is your goodness. He's praising God. How great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you. In the presence of the sons of men, you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of men. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. There is much turmoil abounding in our world today, much uncertainty. We're in a place that, um, you know, it seems like it, we've never been before in some ways. We know that trouble and, and uncertainty has been uh, a hallmark of many generations but this seems to be far different. I do believe that we're entering the season of the Lord's return, the season of the time of the end. That does not mean it's coming today or tomorrow. I don't know. But it is in, uh, we are in route to that. We are approaching that time. And so there's a lot of things that can frighten us. There's a lot of things that can scare us or that can be unsettling to our hearts and our minds. And so I'm hoping today that this message will help you and will minister to you. Because I want you to see what this verse says in verse 19 and 20. And I want to speak about that. And then I want you to see it from two other passages as well that are each worthy of other topics. And I'll discuss that in a moment. Oh, how great is your goodness. He's talking to God here in this particular part of the scripture. And he says, oh, great, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you. Now, you'll notice in verse 19, there's two elements or qualifications for those who have this goodness awaiting them. Those who have this promise of this protection and covering 
There are two qualifications. One is it's the people who fear the Lord. Now, the fear of the Lord is a very great thing. And I encourage you to learn about the fear of the Lord from, from the book of Proverbs, for instance, as well as from some other passages in Scripture. We need to have the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is a good thing. The problem is that many people don't understand it. It's not that God is sitting in heaven with a big stick and, you know, we need to fear that at any moment, if we, if we say the wrong word or whatever, he's going to whack us over the head with that or whatever. It's not talking about that kind of fear. That is a fear or a dread um, in, in a wrong way. But what we are talking about, the fear of the Lord, is the recognition of who he is in his awesomeness and in his holiness and in his righteousness and in his purity and in the fact that he is above all else and worthy of our worship, worthy of our service, worthy of our obedience, and worthy of our respect. So it's an awesomeness. It's an awestruckness. It's a, a fear in reverence of reverencing and recognizing he is exactly who he says he is. He does exactly what he says he does. And every word of the Lord is coming true and is coming to pass. And he's very clear about it. It's not up for discussion. It's not even um, uh, confusing. He lays out. In his word, you know, there's there's things that he's very clear about. And so we need to understand that he's worthy of our respect. When he talks about hell and he talks about uh, the fact it was created only for the devil and his angels, period, that was it. But many people are rejecting Jesus Christ even through their very last breath and are ending up there. Because the wages of sin is death. Now, that doesn't mean just a physical death. Believers and non-believers die a physical death. But it's talking about that second death, which is spoken of in the book of Revelation. And I don't mean to confuse you with all of these new terms. It simply is talking about being cast into the lake of fire because you have ultimately rejected God, refused to repent, and forsaken him. And so in that sense, we need to understand God is awesome. He means what he says. He says what he means. And he also says and promises that he loved the world so much. He gave his only begotten son and whoever believes in him through sincere repentance, sincere faith in the Lord that results in a changed life, in a transformed life, because you give your life to God, you repent of your sins, you receive him into your heart, and he makes you brand new. And the promise is that those people will have eternal life. God just, he's just as true in that as he is in the other. And so we need to understand he is awesome. He is holy. He is high above all else. He is the sovereign ruler of heaven and earth, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. So it's talking about that kind of awestruckness and that respect for him. That's what it means when it talks about the fear of the Lord. 
the fear of the Lord, honoring him for who he is. You know, um, Paul, Paul Bevere, I think it is, or John Bevere, excuse me, John Bevere has defined it as um, even fearing, hating what God hates and loving what God loves. I love that. Recognizing he is who he is. And, and the same way that he is, we want to be. We honor the fact that he hates certain things, and we need to hate those things. We honor the fact that he loves certain things, and we need to love and grab hold of those things as well. So for those in that category, God has great goodness and, and will provide for them a hiding place for those who fear him and for those who trust in him. Those are the people that are running to him for refuge, are fleeing to him for his divine protection and his divine covering because they're in relationship with him. Proverbs 18 speaks about, I believe it's verse uh, 10, I believe. I'm not sure if it's 1810 or 1820, but it speaks about, I think it's verse 10, speaks about the, um, the name of the Lord being a strong tower and the righteous running to it and being safe. Hallelujah. And there's a whole nother series that I've done on that. But my point today to bring that out is just to know that we are the ones, the, those who trust in him are fleeing to him. We are resting in his shelter. We are calling upon him. We are confiding in him and believing that he is our refuge and our protection. And so for those two categories of people, we are told that, first of all, God has great goodness for us. Second of all, he shall hide us in the secret place of his presence from the plots of men, and that he's going to keep us secretly in a pavilion or in a, in a special covering place, hiding place from the strife of tongues. David um, is writing this here in this passage, and then we have another passage that I want to read two others that speak a little bit about this, and these are worthy of their own study, and I'm sure we will pick these up again in a later episode of Truth Tidbits, but I just want to read you verse 1 of Psalm 91. It says this, He who dwells in where that same place that we just read about in Psalm 31, in the secret place of the Most High, the God who is the Most High, El Elyon, the God Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, shall abide and rest under the covering of His wings, under the covering of His shadow. He's going to protect us if we dwell in the secret place, not just visit, but actually dwell there. Hallelujah. And then in Psalm 27, verses 4 and 5, it says this, and this was the kicker for me that, that launched an entire study into the tabernacle of David called Beholding the Glory, Understanding a Real Relationship with Jesus Through the Old Testament Pattern of the Tabernacle of David. That is up um, online, so you can listen to that as well and glean some beautiful insights as we study through in many lessons the whole of the Tabernacle of David and what that signified. But it was these verses here 
that launched me into that deep study. But I want to point it out here because it also speaks about this hiding place and secret place with God. One thing I have desired of the Lord, David is writing here, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That was referring to the tabernacle of David at that time. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple or to admire him and contemplate on him. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle, the secret place where he dwells of his presence. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. There is a secret place with God, and it is, it is a beautiful hiding place for all those who fear him and for all those who trust in him. Those who are dwelling in that secret place are remaining in his special presence and in that hiding place he has promised us. That does not mean that we won't see any evil or trouble in our day, but it does mean that we are kept in a special way by the Lord, even in spite of it and or through it. Praise be to God. And so I pray this is an encouragement to you today. And Lord willing, you can join us again for other episodes of our Truth Tidbits. God bless you today in Jesus' name.